Okay, Takashi, what do you got? Well, I think I have a frush. What the fuck is a frush? A frush. Oh, well, see, I got two sevens, and two sevens beats a frush. Oh, oh, thank you. All right, and away we go. Welcome, everybody, to this level of All Up In Your Geek, the best hour of your week. You're welcome. And with me, as always... Money here. I'm live. You're on tape delay. Google aplenty from the mothership. This is Flash Rodman, continuing my journey of flying blind on a rocket cycle, fully engaged in ninja bitch mode. And this is Lou, a.k.a. Puerto Rican Judo, coming to you from the All Up In Your Geek studio with a nice cup of water and a reasonably temperatured room, bitches. Whoa! Wow! It's about fucking time. I cleaned up in here. I got rid of the mice and I toned down the heat a little bit. We're good now. Finally, 2020 has a silver lining. temperature. Well, listen, we have enough fucking famine or famine and disease going on. I don't need rats down here giving me more shit. Maybe for the heat, it would be good. You can cuddle up with them. No, no, thank you. I am not a rodent guy at all. And with that, let's geek up. So, we got some emails, huh? Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna will. To my sack. Nintendo frustrations. Hello, all up in your geeks. Faithful listener and longtime fan. I wanted to touch a little bit on your Nintendo discussion from episode 108. First, I do like Animal Crossing, is a wonderful game, I don't know about being the best game. Second, I've had the same frustrations with my Joy-Cons. Third, we recently purchased another Switch because it was a limited edition and allowed our son to inherit the one that was already here as his own. I have been playing Animal Crossing quite a bit. Both of my kids play, my brother plays. In the process of buying the new Switch, I was made painfully aware that some of the games that I had tons of hours invested did not transfer to the new console, and did not support cloud save functionality. I am unsure if that is on the developer or Nintendo, but I was wondering your thoughts on limitations like this. Side note, Bethesda has one of the most successful single-player first-person shooters made this generation, Doom and Doom Eternal. Zach, a.k.a. Splick Laga. Splick. Well, thank you, Zach. Good to hear from you, buddy. Well, uh, I don't know how much I have in terms of input besides par for course. Isn't it? What do you mean par for course? Nintendo just kind of comes up short. I get the Switch. I know people love it. I know it's awesome for the kids. But I do kind of feel like there. we've said this before. They're sort of like the half-generation upgrade console that quickly gets phased out as soon as the new shit comes out. And I'm not sure it's mm-hmm. going to be any different this time. They're complimentary console. Well, you know, I, I think we've discussed a couple of times this, um, 
this Joy-Con drift or Nintendo drift mm-hmm. or drift my nutsack, whatever the fuck they call it. Um, I'll and just it, stick with the controller for the, the Switch, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, I think... I don't. I don't want to say shit like this happens, but shit like this just seems to happen to Nintendo. But can't, can't there be a fix for it? I, there is. There, I mean, they've been fixing it. I know that people have had other issues with it where they haven't, for whatever reason. I got fortunate where you know, I had a warranty on my Joy-Con, so all I had to do was take it back to GameStop, and they switched it out for me. So I, you know, I, I don't have an issue with that. But I guess you know, the more you use it, the more. It's going to fail, right? I mean, yeah. or, or it's going to get some wear and tear, just like anything mm-hmm. else. You know, car tires, uh, TV, you know, a dick. I don't know. I wouldn't know about that, but I've heard that that's a problem. I mean, yeah. And that's sort of why I pointed it out um, probably in that in that episode is, is and, and Zach hit the nail on the head is the frustration because these seem like fucking kind of layup kind of stuff like like your your fucking analog stick. I mean, right. it should just work. It's like, yes, yeah. eventually. Yeah. <laughs> after like five or six years, it wears out or something breaks. OK, but like, you know, six months in or, or right. a year later and it's and it's tra- I mean, that's that's the thing. And like what Zach was saying, too. Okay, he saves some uh, uh, some progress to the cloud, and then he wants to you know go back to it on another console, and it doesn't work. Right. Like, I mean, that should that's like easy shit. Yeah. And that's agreed. the frustration because these these are these are the layups. Yeah. Like, these are the stuff that should just be givens, right. and they're not. See, but this and, is the and thing. Fucking, and you you know you expect that from Sega, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you would expect it from them, you know, so some slap ass you know company, but it's Nintendo, and like they should have you know they should have nailed these things down, and they didn't. And that, yeah. that's what's frustrating because, you know, because like, the Switch is a good system. Like, it's really right. cool and there's a lot of good games on it. And, you know, you, you want to love it, but then you run into shit like this and, and you know, you want to throw it against the wall. Right. So. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, maybe maybe this is not something that's just exclusive to Animal Crossing, but maybe other games. It's not that the cloud doesn't work. It's not compatible. And I think that's what he said, that it doesn't support a cloud save. Yes. No, you're right. Well, that's what it was. Yeah, it didn't didn't support the and which was the stupidest thing in the world because that's the one game where you know you'd right. you would want that feature right 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 because that that's the I mean again I don't really play it but I've I've I know of it and I've seen a lot of people um and their biggest thing with that game is creating their own city and building their own city and customizing it with with uh, custom items and custom clothes and custom this and this and this. And, you know, and the joy is, you know, you bring your friend over and it's like, look at my cool city and you can check it out and you can rate other people's and to not have that ability to fucking save your shit to the cloud and it to be kind of stuck right. you know, on your console. And then if something happens, like, uh oh, like yeah. it's unacceptable. It's mm-hmm. unacceptable, especially since they have that feature for other games. So it's just like, what the fuck, Nintendo? Well, the bottom line is you get what you pay for. You're buying a three hundred dollar console in two thousand and twenty. Yeah, right. That's what I, you get a broken ass console. Yeah, but you know <clears throat> the is didn't we say the Nintendo? I'm mean, sorry, not the Nintendo. The, the Microsoft Series Xbox Series S was going to be the same price. Isn't it the same price as the Switch? Two ninety nine. Isn't that what yeah. they put yeah. it at? Yeah. But it's going to have all of that. It's going to have the cloud and it's going to have functionality and you can go backwards and all that other shit. But for well, look, Nintendo is our new Sega. 
<laughs> that's that's what it seems like, you know. But it, yeah. Yeah, does it? I know that we discussed, um, you know, the the progress saving when we were talking about the whole Spider-Man thing a few weeks ago where, you know, on the PS4, if you have Spider-Man, your save information will not transfer for the PS5 version of the exact same game. Right. And it seems as if that's that wasn't a big issue for the three of us. Like, I, I don't think that's... No, a, it's not a big issue... But I just think when you have issue on top of issue on top of issue on top of issue, okay. it's just another hurdle. You know what I mean? Where it's like, if that's the only one, who gives a shit? Yeah, right. You know, the other thing is that we're talking about PS4 save information to a PS5 system, right. not a Nintendo Switch to another to Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. <laughs> right. It's the yeah, same exactly. generation, same that's system. Right. Yeah, that's so, a good point. Yeah, I, I think that's much more unacceptable than... Yeah. Um, you know, the save from one generation to another. You're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It is It is a much bigger issue when you're just going straight from one console to another one. What happens if your Switch breaks and you get yeah. a new one? Are you beat out of everything? Exactly. You better pay up, a motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you know, the Nintendo Switches still do have a uh, slot for... An external memory stick or card or whatever, so you can save onto that. And if something happens, you just take that out and put it in the new okay. one. So okay. at least you have that. But in this day and age, with the technology that we have, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, it's really inexcusable. You know, I can buy a new buy a new phone out of the box, and it automatically transfers all my shit from the old phone. Right. Yeah. You well, know? thank you, Zach. Thank you for the email. Yes, sir. What's up, guys? Judo. You said on last week's Freaking Geek End mm. that if somebody didn't think that this was the best version of Roman Reigns, then that person was crazy. Welcome to Crazy Town, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> the best version of Roman Reigns was the version at home with leukemia wow. who stayed the fuck off my TV. Wow. So I didn't have to be bored to tears by seeing him stutter and stumble his way through another piss-poor promo. Put that in your IV and ingest it, you cancer-riddled black hole of charisma. Wow. I demand better. Holy (laughs) shit. I I thought that that was kind-hearted Kenny for a moment. So did I. I'm like, what the? He woke up for that? Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit, indeed. Wow. wow. We have some Shots vile fired. we have some vile savage listeners. I don't know if right? I'm I don't I don't know if I'm upset or if I like it. I'm <laughs> well, well, look, look. Part of me wants to just laugh. That was fucking hilarious. That was great. It was. That was awesome. But I don't wish cancer on anybody. Nah. Right. Even those who I do not enjoy seeing. I think I got his point though. His point was any version of Roman Reigns that is not on his television mm-hmm. is the one he wants. I'd be curious to know if I Demand More has watched any of this current version. There is a huge difference between this Roman Reign and stuttering, suffering, succotash Roman Reigns, <laughs> which is something that he actually said on air yes. in a promo. Well, suffering yeah. succotash, son. And I, I think I, I think I was done <laughs> at that point. This version of Roman Reigns is absolutely badass. The guy has not stammered, stuttered once. His words are pointed and minimal. Paul Heyman comes in and f- cleans up the rest. It works 
perfectly. The guy is a fucking Samoan god. He should come out with a fucking lay with motherfuckers twirling fire and screaming all kind of shit in the background. Like, that is how badass this Roman Reigns is. You know, I think I made a point years ago. I want to say we were watching Botchamania somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like every, and, every wrestling yeah, and, and, yeah, right? And I think I made a point. Maybe he was. it was the one where he fought Brock. Mm-hmm. And I think I made a point where I said, this is what he should be doing. Coming out, kicking ass, and leaving. Right. In yeah. the story. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, it was a while ago, but I'm pretty sure I, I kind of got reamed for that opinion. And now no. that's what you're getting, and that's what people like. Mm-hmm. I think I think I agreed with you. I remember you saying that, and I think I agreed with you because, you know, because, you know, him in the ring, you know, doing what he does was, you know, uh, good. And then, you know, once he opens his mouth, it's like, oh, yeah, right. You know, you, you want to turn turn off your TV. The guy the guy hasn't had a bad match. He has right. good matches, so that makes sense. I, I don't know if that was a, a, a Bachamania that we watched together or not, because um, I, I, I don't remember that. But I, I, I agree. I, he should have been a heel and stayed a heel. They're inevitably going to fucking give him a face run anyway. Right. But I think that this heel run is going to be good for him in the long term. Because the way they were trying to push him before was not the right way to do it. Right. Remember back in the day when guys didn't fucking flip and flop based on which, you know, what yeah. the weather said today? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, my whole point and the reason why I brought it up in the first place was I just feel like, you know, Roman Reigns has gotten so many <laughs> pushes. I feel yeah. like I, I feel like it's like, um, you know, it's a filet of fish from McDonald's and, you know, it's a shitty sandwich. But then they're like, ooh, we'll put it on a Kaiser roll. And it's like, yeah, but it's still a shitty sandwich. Ooh, we'll put it on no, a Kaiser roll. No, no, it's a it totally it? different sandwich. Right, it's still, it's still a shitty filet of fish. No matter what, how you bundle it, no matter what sauce you put on it, it's a sandwich I don't want to eat. <laughs> I like, it, I like yeah. this sandwich. I can deal with this sandwich right All now. Right. But you're, yeah, I don't, I don't think that that analogy is wrong. I think that there there was there's been a breakdown somewhere in how WWE does business and everybody's got a different opinion of what that is and and I'm not going to go right. into that but the way that they used to make a star is not the same way that they make it now and that's the problem regardless of who does it and who runs what and who has what decisions and makes whatever um writing calls or whatever that's where the breakdown is they're not making stars right. the same Agreed. Well, thank you for the email, my friend. Maybe next Monday or Friday or Sunday or whatever the fuck day he's on, maybe you just want to tune into something else, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> right. Definitely. No more Roman Reigns for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob, you want to uh, climb my mountain? Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> and this portion of All Opinion Geek is brought to you by the new novel, to Conquer a Mountain by R.S. Danker, the exciting tale of one man's road to redemption. Available now at Amazon.com. Boom! So, so <laughs> gentlemen, before we get into it, whatever the fuck it is, I have a somber tone. Ooh. Because Bertha from Two and a Half Men has died. I saw... This is shitty, shitty news. This is my somber tone, too. Yeah. Do you know what she died of? I don't. I didn't research it at all. I, you know what? 
I clicked Obscurity. on I clicked on the art. <laughs> I that was mean. I apologize. <laughs> Are you? I demand more. <laughs> you got me. Oh, that was funny. I clicked on the article. I found two different ones, and for some oh. reason, the article just wouldn't open. So, you know, I I, got, I just I said, you know what? Maybe I just wasn't meant to know. <laughs> well, well, I think Bob hit the nail on the head. She didn't die from obscurity, but I think to honor her obscurity, we aren't going to give any more information on it. Yes. Well said, sir. Yeah. Well, in in more somber news, you know, Eddie Van Halen had passed away. Yes, uh, indeed he did. And I was was actually pretty sad. I was was a big Van Halen fan, and, you know, especially growing up and into the 90s. And uh, he was, yeah, one of the greatest guitar players of, of all time. Definitely. And I'm sad to see him go. It's, yeah. uh, it's always sad to hear that news. And I, mean, I, wasn't, I didn't listen to Van Halen. I'm not a, you know, a, I, I never listened to, is that considered metal? I, I don't know. No, that, that just or rock. straight rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You're, a, you're a fucking minority, dude. We don't expect exactly. you to listen to rock and no, roll. No, no. My, my, my rock and roll stops at the, uh, at the monkeys. Uh, I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were all over heavy D passing away years ago. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, this this year in general has just been out of control yeah. with deaths in general and celebrity deaths and all this nonsense. Yeah. So I just I can't. <laughs> I can't. Well, well, I thought Bertha deserved her eighteen seconds. Okay. Well, to honor to honor. Uh, her, we will give that silence and honor Eddie Van Halen. I will drink my 30 year old bottle of Crystal Pepsi to commemorate Van Halen. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll all, it'll all be fine. It'll all be so fine. So, guys, a few months ago, you'll recall Mulan being released on Disney Plus mm-hmm. for an extra cost. Amazing I, success. Yeah, I believe it was, uh, was it $34.99? No, it was 30. 30 bucks. It was 30? Okay, 29.99. Yeah. I apologize. Well, Disney has decided to debut Pixar's Soul on Disney Plus at no extra cost to subscribers. <laughs> Big surprise. Yeah, right. So does that reinforce what we were saying about the Mulan experiment being a complete and total failure? Uh, yes, and not only yeah. that, is they're actually uh, fast tracking when you can watch Mulan on Disney Plus for free. They're they're bumping up the timeline. Um, I forget oh, wow. the exact date, but whenever it was supposed to be, it's going to be sooner. Uh, well, that, I think we said December first initially. Yeah, well so now too. it's it's going to be. You know, if I actually did research, I could probably. Find that. <laughs> no, no, November twenty eighth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, no. I think I, I want to say almost like maybe the end of the month um, wow. or um, beginning of next month, it's going to be available for free. Wow. So, yeah, um, the the market has spoken. Yeah, indeed it has. I mean, listen, you can't expect people to cough up a two two month. Literally, I, I believe it would be almost a two month worth of subscription for one movie when you're already yeah. paying for it. Yeah. yeah yes. And, and furthermore, it was you know, um, a tough pill to swallow because when this all started, you know, when the, this whole pandemic first started, you know, there was supposed to be, uh, that other movie called onward, 
which is, mm-hmm. a, you know, a Pixar movie yes. that was supposed to come out in the theaters. And, yeah. you know, because of everything that happened, they just put it on Disney Plus for free. Right. Yeah. And, you know, so like you set the president where, you know, hey, if you have a Disney Plus subscription, he, you know, here's, you know, here's what you get as a subscriber. Here's mm-hmm. here's a brand new movie, which was awesome. And a lot of people, you know, watched it. And, you know, I even watched it. And, you know, it wasn't yeah. a bad movie. But so you can't set a president and be like, oh, wait a minute. You want to see Mulan, you know, you got to pay premium, you know, access. Get the fuck out of here. You know, nobody wants to hear that noise. I agree. Yeah. And finally, PS5 backwards compatibility. Yeah. Sony, Sony officially had a press release. Only 10 PS4 games will not be backwards compatible. Right. I can go through it through them if you'd like. Go ahead. Yes. Why not? DWVR. I don't know what the fuck that is. My favorite game of all time. Afro Samurai Two. <laughs> there was a lot of unanswered questions in Part One. It needed a sequel. Yes. <laughs> TT Isle of Man. Right on the edge too. Just deal with it. Yeah, Shadow you just Com- deal with it. <laughs> you can ride on this edge. Right. <laughs> Shadow Complex Remastered. That was a good game. That, yeah, it was. Actually. Okay. And avid listener Ryan never beat it because his game glitched out. <laughs> it's a great story. Robinson the Journey. We Sing. Hitman Go, but only the definitive edition. Good. Shadwen. I don't know what the fuck that is. And Joe's Diner. So, All right. I can't play Joe's Diner. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not getting a PS5. Also, they noted that if you purchase the game for the PlayStation 4 and want to know if it will be available on the PlayStation 5 through that purchase, they want you to know that that is not up to Sony. That is up to the developer themselves. So if it's not a functionality that's supported, not to throw your steaming pile of shit at Sony, but the developer. Anyway... Wait a I minute. Wait, 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 yes, wait, 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 wait. Yes, yes. Say, say, so the decision for any of those, any, anything other than the 10 games that you just said, yes. if they don't work Correct. on a PS5 for whatever reason, when you get no, it. No, 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 no. If a PS4 purchase mm-hmm. is an automatic upgrade to a PS5, mm-hmm. not backwards compatible. But you were talking if about backwards compatibility. Yes, but this is all wrapped into one press release, dude. I don't know what you want me to do about it. I wasn't the one who came up with the... I want some clarity, bitch! (laughs) I'm giving it to you, motherfucker! Shut your goddamn yap! I will do no such thing! (laughs) If you purchase FIFA in 21 for the PlayStation 4 now... Okay. It is up to EA if you will receive FIFA 21 on the PlayStation 5, the PlayStation 5 version. EA always delivers, guys. No worries. (laughs) So it will be backwards compatible. You'll still be able to play the PS4 version, but whether or not you get the upgraded PS5 version will be up to the developer. Got it. So the, the, the game will play regardless, but if you have a PS4 version of the game, it's still going to look like a PS4 version. I believe so. Okay. Unless they're, they're, going to add some sort of hardware 
Yeah, it might spruce it up a little bit or make the load times faster, but you're still playing a PS4 title on a PS5. It's not going to look like a PS5 title exactly. Unless, unless the developer gives you that free upgrade, right? Right. What I thought you were saying was that if you owned any PS4 game and you have a disc or you have the digital and you try to play it, if the if the developer doesn't want you to play it, then they can shut it down. That's what I thought you were saying. Oh no, I don't think so. That's that was not included in this. Okay. Press release, but they're saying if you own the digital copy of the PS4 game, it will be as easy as playing the disc in your mm-hmm. PlayStation Five. But will it take the disc if you have the disc version of the PS Five? Did it say? It it didn't say anything about the versions. It just said. PS4 discs will be playable on the PS5. Okay. And and all digital titles mm-hmm. will transfer via Wi-Fi. Okay. Okay. So that I think is about as much as you can ask for, minus these yeah. ten obscure nameless yeah. titles. Yeah. Who gives right. a shit? Yeah. I mean, you're not really right. not not really any deal breakers there with those. It's right. it's good to know that if I make that jump, I don't have to get rid of the physical copy of the games that I have here because if I get the disc version, I can still play them there. The downside though is that your total amount of space, your 64 megs <laughs> isn't isn't really going to allow you, right? Right. Right. <laughs> but I guess this was as as much as we could have hoped for. Yeah, Making... no, that that's that's great. I mean, that, I, that's what that's what I was hoping for, really. And then I got sort of, you know, when they were like, "Oh no," uh, you know, yeah. um, I was like, well, "Wait a minute," because that's not you know how they were. You know, it, it, I sort of hesitated, but but now after that, that really clears it up. And and yeah, I mean, that that's I think that's pretty cool. And yeah, really, I, I have a bunch. I have a shit ton of digital games for the PS4. And I even have a decent amount of physical. So the fact that when I do get a PS5, you know, I could play everything, you know, no, pretty much no problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Is, uh, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, I was probably going to get a PS5 anyway, but, uh-huh. you know, it, that kind of, you know, sweetens the deal and, and makes it really a no brainer. It kind of yeah. puts me, it kind of puts me in a position to want to get the, um, the version of the PS5 that has the disk drive. Because initially yeah, right. I was thinking of just getting the digital one and that's it. But I've got right. I've got a good maybe 15 to 20 physical games, some of which I've started and not finished and others that I just haven't started. Yeah, mm-hmm. WWE 2K11. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we're totally going to play. <laughs> the one question I had, yeah, because it said the digital stuff is, is transferable via Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. That sounds to me like you have to have both consoles on and both consoles powered up, right? No, no. It just well, means that as you long as you to you have to be connected right. to the store to download it, right? Yeah, right. as long That's as you as long as your PS Five is connected to your home Wi Fi and you can mm-hmm. access the store. If you've yeah. already purchased that PS Four game, you can just download it from their store yes. into your system. That's that's what my hope was. That's how I understand it. Now, yes. if it has to be the other way, then a lot of people are fucked because they'll well, probably. That sounds retarded to me. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It does because it can't come from the mind of money. Well, that's well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that you know what? I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Yeah. It's, no, I agree. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like 
they're just shutting off PS4 completely. If you've got shit digitally and you want to play it on your PS5, yeah. go ahead. No problem. It's just, it may or may not get a free upgrade. That's all. Right. Well, they did say there were, there were some functionalities of PS4 games that may not be available during gameplay on the PlayStation 5. Right. And that errors and bugs were possible, which basically means they're a certainty. Sure. But again, if we were up in the air the last time we talked about this, and this at least allows us some sort of closure. Yeah. We know what we're getting. You can like it. You can dislike it. I don't really think there's much there to dislike unless you're a fan of one of these 10 games, in which case you shouldn't be playing video games anyway. Right. Right. So, like I said, could we really have asked for more? No, I mean, that's that's good. Yeah, I think that's very good. I'm well, let me hear that. You know what? Let me ask you guys this. Uh, this was something that I had I came across um, while scrolling the interwebs. I found an article that spoke about one of the PS5 uh, release well games. I don't know if it's releasing on you know day one or whatever, but it's a game called called Godfall. Right. This game seems to be highly anticipated and and very well talked about, but. Just the title alone says that Godfall won't have any offline modes. PS Plus subscription is a must. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were talking about the, um, you know, the Xbox subscription and how they're kind of forcing you to get it, you know, get everything included by having all of this stuff in one package without just giving you an online option. Is the fact that one game and potentially others, if this one does well, is going to force you to play it online, a deal breaker for you guys. And is it indicative of what Sony's trying to do with their online plan? Well, if if it is, that's another story, and that's an episode unto itself. But I think for one title, we'd have to know what kind of game it is. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if you're interested in it, for example, if it's a first-person shooter and you want to play multiplayer first-person shooters, maybe it's no big deal. But I think the big question is, is it still going to be $60 a year? At $60 a year for $5 a month, it's no big fucking deal. Right. But I think this goes back to what we discussed with the Xbox tripling their online cost. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where it's it's dirty. <laughs> it's not... It's not the strong arming into the $5 a month where it's like, look, if you don't want to play that game, don't buy that game. If you don't want to pay for $60 for the year, don't buy that game. That's okay. Mm -hmm. But for them to be, you know what it reminds me of? What was that douchebag's name who bought up, he bought up some sort of pharmaceuticals. Shrelly, I think was his name. With the, with the, the EpiPen or something. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, I'm going to up the cost 4 billion percent, mm-hmm. right? and you yeah. have no choice but to pay it or die. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> what's the problem? <laughs> right, so that is, I mean, to a much lesser degree, of course, but that's sort of my analogy with the Microsoft thing, where it's okay. like, everybody plays video games, and they're like, yeah, well, we're tripling the price. You don't have to pay it. But if you want to play any of our games, you have to pay. Right. That, to me, is a lot dirtier than saying, here's one title that you have to pay $5 a month for. Because, But I get your point. So what you're saying is, it was a question. You're not saying it. But you were asking if this is where Sony is headed. And if they are, if that is going to be the way it is, then I'm out. Mm -hmm. 
Right. And I won't get a PS5. I have other shit to play. I have a PC. I, I will just be out. Right. Because is it the $5 a month that's causing me to go out? No. But it's dirty, mm-hmm. and we're headed in the wrong direction. I did not see anything in this article that said uh, that they were going to move to a plan where they're going to do $14 a month or $15 mm-hmm. a month and include all this other shit. That's not that that I did not read. I only read okay. that this particular title is going to have some type of, you know, drop in, drop out co-op shit going on that requires uh-huh. people to be online. So it's not going to be playable unless you have the subscription. Now, you don't okay. have to play with other people, but the game can't be played at all unless you have this subscription. Well, I'm looking here. It says Godfall is an upcoming action role-playing game developed by Counterplay Games. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe this is going to be sort of along the lines of <clears throat> not an MMO, but in that mold. Right, so right. That's what it sounds maybe, like. Yeah, so maybe that's where the subscription cost is coming in, or the $5 a month, because... If you play Warcraft, it's $15 a month. And yes, that is a dated business model, and most RPGs these days are free to play. Right. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's what's going on in this particular case. Okay. Bob? I wish I could add anything or say it better than D Money just did, but I cannot. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much my uh, complete sentiment. So, yeah, you I- know? I don't disagree. I read it, and at first I was like, oh, they're trying to force you into some shit. And then when I read it, I was like, they're not really forcing you to do anything, and they're not increasing any prices. They're just, you know, totally using their online feature for a game that's going to feature co-op of some kind in a role-playing manner. So, you know, I don't... Fuck it. Who gives a shit? Well, you know, it's confusing, because it does say here that there is a single-player mode as well as a multiplayer mode. Yes. But what I'm thinking is maybe, who did we say this was? Counterplay Games mm-hmm. and Gearbox Publishing. Maybe these cocksuckers wanted mm-hmm. to charge a monthly fee. And yeah. Sony was like, no, we don't do that. And then they were like, well, we at least have to force them to you know, buy on PlayStation Plus and you could give us a dollar per, per prescription, $1 per subscription. For the service, I don't know what they worked out financially. I don't right. know. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm grasping at straws here. But it I, seems weird. That I don't know. I don't know about that first developer that you mentioned. But Gearbox, yeah. I believe, has a, um, you know, has a super huge hand in the Borderlands series. I think that's the, if I'm not yes. mistaken, the primary developer. So yes. they don't charge anything for their online. They just, you know, nope. it's a shooter and you play with friends and co-op and that's it. Yeah, I always take a super big hand to my gearbox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's all I got, gentlemen. All right. Well, gentlemen, it is time for everybody's least favorite segment. <laughs> Periodical potpourri. Periodical potpourri. Bob came up with some fucking lyrics, but then he fucking forgot it because periodical potpourri gonna fucking bore you to tears. Take a dump into the mic. Periodical potpourri. Okay. Boy. Boy. <laughs> Copyright that song. Nobody take that song. No, the three Panoys already got it. Damn it. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are quick. <laughs> so. All right, just I have a couple couple articles, uh, but I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the funny titles. You tell me what you want to hear about first. So your choices are 
not even for free, will D-Money play this shit. <laughs> or, now you're playing with power, legal power. Or, <laughs> Sega, don't fuck this up. <laughs> or, holy shit, part two. <laughs> Your choice. Bob, if I didn't know better, I think you got something weird going on with these Asians because you have a holy shit category every time you do this fucking game, and I love it. <laughs> well, it's a po- it's a popular category. <laughs> so, Lou, would you like to go first? You want me to go first? What do you want to do here? Uh, I'll go first. Hit me with the uh, Sega. Don't fuck this up. All right. Okay. So I was pretty excited, but then hesitant to hear. Uh, th- this news was uh, came out last week, and in an interview with Japanese gaming publication Famitsu, this is according to the article, um, Sega's mini chief <laughs> Yokei Ukunari said that fans should sus- expect another classic console very soon. And he went on to say, I think the next one, we may go with a concept close to the Mega Drive Mini or the Sega Genesis, mi- Genesis Mini. And if, uh, if I have to say some names, it could be an SG-1000 Mini or a Dreamcast <laughs> Mini. So, okay. <laughs> let's, break, let's break this shit down. All right. So, what, what they should fucking do, what everybody wants them to do, what will make them money hand over fucking fist, is this fucking Dreamcast Mini. <laughs> Everyone will fucking nut in their pants for a fucking Dreamcast Mini, Indeed. me included. Yep. But in typical Sega fashion, you can't just get that and be like, all right, cool. He's got to throw in, hey, maybe an SG-1000 Mini. Now, you guys are probably saying, what the fuck is an SG-1000, right? Yes, yes, right? I am. Okay. So it is f- Sega's very first fucking console. All right. It, it was before the master system. Okay. Oh my Which God. was, yes. And it is without a doubt, a steaming pile of shit. All right. It came out in the fucking early eighties. Okay. They only sold like 400,000 units and it's basically an Atari. So okay? you better. <laughs> no, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this thing, this thing is a fucking 2600 Atari. And, wow. and pe- people in Japan were like, no thanks. Okay. <laughs> so, so the fact that he's even bringing that up, <laughs> I mean, wow. is it, right. So in, for all intents and purposes, hopefully, you know, if, if we can have some common sense, they'll do a fucking Dreamcast Mini and make everybody right. happy. But why, <laughs> you know, tip, why would yeah. you even consider an SG-1000 Mini? Is yeah. fucking be, is beyond me. Because that's so, what it's gonna be. It's not gonna be a Dreamcast Mini. They're gonna fuck it up, Bob. They're Sega. <laughs> right. I would buy one to break one. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, Lou. I thought where he was going with this was, how could we not get a Sega Saturn Mini? <laughs> well, and, I, me look, too. Nobody, nobody wants a Sega Saturn Mini more than me. But you know, no, no, Bob. Nobody. Nobody wants a Sega Saturn Mini, period. That was the end of your sentence. No, I I think the better sentence is nobody wants a Sega Saturn Mini but Bob. (laughs) Yes. Well, that could be. That could be. But, you know, the issues with the Saturn are many. (laughs) But, you know, there's, uh, you know, because the emulation with that system, you know, even to this day, 
you know, is, is kind of an issue. Right. Um, you know, with that. So plus, you know, I mean, I fucking love it, but most of the people don't know yeah. about it or probably don't care about it. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a tougher sell, even though I think it would be fantastic because there are, uh, contrary to popular belief, many, many amazing games that are only on that system and they're locked on that system and you have no other way to play them. Right. Yeah. But, but I would, I would still be, I'd be, ha- you know, happier than a pig in shit. If, if we got the, the Dreamcast Mini, I, I really enjoyed yeah. the Dreamcast, and I think it has a lot of amazing games um, that that held up pretty well, um, you yeah. know, 20, 20 years later. And it, it would be something different, too, because we would, we don't really see... I mean, yeah, we got that shitty fucking PlayStation Mini, but, you know, those yeah. games didn't age well. But this is, you know, uh, this, this system did age pretty good, and it's like, you know, 3D, um, you know, more modern-type games in a mini console, I think would be fucking awesome. Yeah. So, a Dreamcast you know, we'll have mini- to wait and see. Yeah, a Dreamcast Mini would be very cool, and I will go out on a limb here, Bob, and yeah. I will say that we are going to get a Dreamcast Mini before we get a Sega Saturn Mini, <laughs> and we are going to get, get a Dream- we are going to get a Dreamcast Mini Mini before we get a Sega Saturn Mini. We're going to get an SG-1000 before we get a Sega Saturn <laughs> Mini. Yes, we are. Listen, you motherfuckers. If that happens, I'm getting a plane ticket to fucking Japan, and I'm going to go into Sega headquarters, and I'm going to take a steaming shit in the head of that guy's fucking company's desk. Well, flights yeah, that's, of... before, that's before you realize there is no Sega headquarters, Bob. <laughs> True. It's, you know what it is? It's, it's that blockbuster, that last blockbuster. They rented it out for $30. <laughs> If you do decide to go to Japan, I've heard flights are cheap now. Yeah. Well, they, they come with a complimentary coronavirus. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Give me horror shit. All right. Horror shit part two. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm actually glad you brought up the, the Mulan D-Money <laughs> because the whole reason that um, – you know, they made that big push for for the Mulan live action was, you know, they wanted this to be a movie that would appeal to China. So oh, they God. want that market. They want that sweet, sweet China market <laughs> sure. movie money. So they, that's why they cut out the songs and they cut out the, the, you know, the Eddie Murphy dragon, Mushu and all this because they want a serious Mulan. Right. Whoa. Yeah. And guess what? What? China said, no thanks, we're good. <laughs> so, <laughs> even better is that China said, oh, screw you, Disney. Screw you. We got this. So they took it upon themselves to make an animated CG Mulan themselves. Ooh, and guess they, what? They called it Mulan? It, it, no. <laughs> better, D-Money. Better. You want to know what they called it? And this is no fucking joke. <laughs> They called it Kung Fu Mulan. Wow. I'm not even kidding. kidding. It's called Kung Fu Mulan. And if you think the animation is up to Pixar level, you're smoking crack. Because this looks like some some, uh, fucking high schooler's uh, audiovisual product, I mean, project that he made for school on uh, 3D Adobe or whatever the fuck it is. You you do know there are no child labor laws in China, right, Bob? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So I mean, I mean, you see this animation, you will be dazzled at how bad it is. So, h- how did the Chinese market 
react to this even worse than the Disney fucking movie. <laughs> it flopped even harder. Okay, so it was complete, you know, backlash. the The Disney movie got a got about a four. 4.9 rating out of 10 and this movie got a 3 oh out, of, boy. out of 10 it's, I'm, it's, it's, it's so bad it's I'm so looking bad. I'm looking at pictures of it it looks like a PS1 video game maybe a PS2 maybe Right. <laughs> coming coming soon from Sega, the Mulan Mini. <laughs> yeah, Mulan Mini. Mulan the game, the movie. Right. Mini. <laughs> oh yes. my god. So, right. So critis the, the criticisms leveled against this was the quality of an animation, big surprise, the <laughs> the ridiculous storyline and the forced romance. Oh that's so, funny. Yeah, so be sure to import your copy of Kung Fu Mulan. <laughs> oh, man, I'll look for it on the premiere part of Disney Plus for 30 bucks. Yeah, like premiere access on Disney Plus. <laughs> That's funny. No, it's yeah. on you, Lou. Uh, what were the other two categories? I forgot. Uh, now you're playing with power, legal power. And not even for free would D-Money play this. You know what? I will take now you're playing with power, legal power. Oh, all right. Well, in Nintendo lawsuit news, oh, <laughs> Nintendo geez. has uh, put a cease and desist on a quote-unquote adult entertainer, Pokey Princess. <laughs> yeah. Don't even pretend like you don't know who Pokey Princess is, D-Money. He knows. You're one of her, your number one uh, followers and subscribers. Oh. I mean, she's on Twitch. She's on TikTok doing amazing things like lip singing to, you know, songs with, you know, vulgar lyrics and doing cosplay and selling her merch. So don't tell me you're not a big fan of Pokey Princess. Okay. Can, can't you buy her bathwater? so uh i just thought this was funny but nintendo issued a cease and desist according to the article against popular social media influencer uh pokey princess for using pokemon branding and imagery in her handle and products mm -hmm. while the influencer formerly known as pokey princess acknowledges her legal mistakes she also feels like she's been targeted by nintendo for a very specific reason uh, so no, now she's digital princess, by the way, she had a completely rebrand and, and <laughs> she's also being forced to give back some of the money that she made on the merch. So I, I would have gone with toadstool princess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, cause like basically, um, she, she was selling, I should see it here. Like she had like t-shirts, like pokey princess t-shirt, but with the actual pokeball, which is just like, you know, I, I mean, I'm kind of with Nintendo on this one. Right. You know, I mean, she's, you know, she's like sort of like, you know, taking their fucking copyrighted shit and she's sort of, you know, cutting and pasting it and, you know, making a buck off of it. So I can kind of and then even better, because if you if you listen to her, she, you know, she sounds like like a real rogue scholar, by the way, um, <laughs> she went to she went to um, basically uh, trademark her name <laughs> and she went to the best legal office ever legal zoom. 
Almost fell. Right, exactly. To to trademark this, which was probably the dumbest thing she could do, because that's probably why Nintendo probably got drawn to it, because you know she's trying to trademark, you know, their their shit. So you know, and then yeah, she certainly doesn't look like a Rhodes Scholar. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she looks like a fucking porn star. Yeah, right. And I I think it's the the uh, the bull nose ring that does it for me. (laughs) Wow. Hot. Go. You can go and knock on her door. Yeah, yeah. I'm busy that night. Sorry, guys. <laughs> right. And well, that's not all. And in other Nintendo legal news, <laughs> right? Page two. <laughs> page two. Uh, Nintendo lawyers hit fan-made Zelda game with fatal copyright claim. So uh, basically, a, a fan-made game called Legend of Zelda: The Missing Link. They, yes, um, basically they ordered them to take it down because uh, basically there was a, a free fan-made game. It was actually... Right. Um, I heard it was pretty good. Yeah, it actually... I know, that was actually kind of pissed. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it was basically, you know, um, like an Ocarina of Time uh-huh. engine and, it's, and it sort of fills in the story between that game and the Majora's Mask, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, that and is cool. Game, yeah, the game was available from GitHub. But following the copyright claim has since been removed. So, wow. but with this one, they didn't really file any any lawsuits right. or anything. They're just like, "Yo, take it down." So, yeah. you know, they did. But, but I, that, this is the one thing that you know. The other the other article I get because it's like, yeah. "Look, motherfucker!" It's like you're taking their shit, you're taking their images, you're taking their right. names. And, and this you're is enhancing. Art. Right, exactly. But this yeah. this kind of shit pisses me off. And they did the same thing with you know uh, a guy made a fan made version of you know. Um, Metroid Two, right? That, they made, that was really awesome, and they, made, you know, and they made them take it down. Yeah. Like shit, like this pisses me off because like fans go out and make a really awesome, you know, game, you know, based on their shit. And look, they're not making any money off of it, right? You know, they're exactly. just putting it out there for people to play and enjoy. Yeah. And fucking Buzz Killington, Nintendo has to come along. Well, and, why don't you know, why don't these people before they do this? Why don't they create an LLC, release it under the LLC, and then say fuck you, Nintendo, you can't sue me. You can yeah. only take, right? Yeah. So fuck you. Take yeah. it down. Eat my dick. I'll leave it up. Right. Sue well, the LLC. I would, and, to, I would need to consult LegalZoom on that <laughs> to make sure that I have the best legal advice before I proceed. I mean, well, I, I, I get already for the night. Bob. I get, yeah. I get why they're making them take it down, but no, I do too. If, but it's just like it's frustrating. Here's, it's frustrating. Here's the thing: if these, if these guys, if these fans are making these games. You know, like a Metroid 2 or, you know, something in between the Okanir of Time and Majora's Mask. Nintendo should just be like, hey, we'll pay you some money, give us the shit, and we we all make right. out. Why right. aren't they doing that? They could be having these games in their fucking library. Because their consoles don't work, Lou. <laughs> they get Joy-Con their drift. Joy-Cons drift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and, and other, you know, other people have kind of have done that. You know, I think other game developers in the past have done things like that. And it's worked out right. usually pretty well. Right. Um. Yeah, so I mean, and even um, I think even for Sega, but you know, people made like you know their own versions of like Streets of Rage, like free versions of like you know Streets of Rage Four or whatever, and yeah. that were out there. And you know, if memory serves me right, they didn't tell those people to take them down. Like you could still download think, them and, and play them, yeah. and, and right. they were cool. And I think that sort of helped to keep it alive until Sega did fucking get around to to making the legit four. Exactly. I, I think um, it, it it's it sets a negative 
precedent, though. You know what I mean? Because now they have to buy it from this person. Then they have to play through it. They have to clean it up. They have to make sure it's up to the level of a Nintendo game. I mean, I, I think it's a slippery slope because once you do it once, where do you draw the line? Where it's probably just easier to be like, whoa, 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 hold up a second. This is our IP. Mm-hmm. Get your own yeah, shit. No, I get it. No, yeah, yeah of I mean, course. But I, you know where the line is? The line is anything outside of their main titles. Like, they do a lot of games. Right. But Zelda, they should definitely do Metroid. They should definitely... Um, you know, if someone made a Metroid 2, they should definitely be reaching out and saying, hey, if you, we're going to make you take that down, but let's try to work something out. A Mario yeah. game, not so much, because they make so much shit. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, but you know what? As three guys who were pretty off-put when the three Panoris came along and jacked our fucking <laughs> logo. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think they're probably in the right here. Regardless no, of how big no, the spawn-off game was. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I disagree with that at all. I think we agreed that I, we understand why they took it down, and they have every right to do it. I get it. Right. But why deprive the gamers of these games? Do something yeah. with it. Even if it's just like something you put in the store and charge 30 bucks for, it doesn't have to be full price. Do something with it. Don't just take it down and let it sit you know, in internet obscurity. But the game still I exists. Mean, because if I had downloaded it and played it, and then they took it down, it's still on my computer. No, 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 of course. But there may be people who have not. I understand that. But my point is, me having it, mm-hmm. I can put it back up. Oh, I see what you're saying. And now you can send me a cease and desist. Absolutely, you can. But again, I'm going to spend $128.50. I'm going to create an LLC. And I'm going to totally ignore their cease and desist. Mm-hmm. They can sue the company. They can't go after me personally. And they can take nothing from my company because it's not worth anything. Mm-hmm. And they wasted their time and their money and their effort. And I gained notoriety just as much as Pokey Princess. <laughs> right? Well, you know what? I think I may have to uh, put in the show notes this week that this show is specifically for people who want to rip off Nintendo. <laughs> We have a tutorial, the D-Money tutorial on how to rip off Nintendo. I hope they're listening, Sega. <laughs> All right, so give me, give me in true narcissistic fashion, I will select the category that is about me. All right. Big shocker. In Sega news, <laughs> as you know, it is the 60th anniversary. But Sega's got you covered, baby, because they've got four new free mini games for you. Whoa. Only, yeah. Only catch is you got to have fucking Steam because <laughs> um, they're for the PC. But that said, um, I was I was kind of uh, interested. The, the All four mini games will be available through Steam, and once you claim them, they'll re- remain in your library forever. Uh, the first title is Armor of Heroes, and it's sort of like, um, I don't know if you remember the old combat game that was on the 2600, sort of like a top-down uh, okay. tank game. But this, this you know, looks, of course, way right. better than that. It has more features, but in that kind of vein. Okay. So that's, you know, the, the first game, and that'll be available on October 15th. On October 16th, uh, another game called Endless Zone from the Amplitude Studios, 
And it's okay. a crossover between the Endless series and Sega's classic arcade shooter, Fantasy Zone. Oh, so, yeah, okay. Exactly. So that might be pretty cool. Uh-huh. And then on October 17th, Sega will give us Streets of Camarocho. And this one <laughs> looks really cool. Yeah, it's cool. That, it looks cool. Basically, what they did was they took, uh, you know, the, the Yakuza characters and made like a like a Streets of Rage 2 oh, kind of game. Yeah, with, with the Yakuza guys, which oh, wow. looks awesome to me. That's pretty um, funny. It looked really, really cool. Uh, because I always felt that's why one of the reasons why I always liked the Yakuza series because I always felt like if if Streets of Rage would have continued and mm-hmm. you know that's into like three D yeah. it would it would kind of be like what Yakuza is right so to kind of see them go the other way and take them and put them in like a two D uh, side scrolling beat em up uh, is cool and that looked really really cool and then finally on the October eighteenth uh, Sega brings back Golden Axe. Um, and basically, it's in a title called Golden Axe Reborn, which was actually a canceled game, which to oh. me looked actually pretty cool. It was sort of, you know, like a classic Golden Axe, you know, side-scrolling beat-up style, but like with, you know, all new, like high-resolution, you know, uh-huh. graphics and everything. And to me, it looked pretty cool. So, yeah, so that, that will bad. be available. All four games will be available until October 19th. Oh, wow. And this is the end. They also said, not done, uh, if you head over to the official Sega 60th site and link your Steam account, uh, you get a free copy of Nights Into Dreams, which was a Sega Saturn game. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. you get a free copy of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Wow. Well, so, yeah. I hate, I hate to crap on your title, Bob, but you are wrong. I will play these titles. They're free? Yes? Sure. No? There's four. For free? Yeah, oh, no, I'm sorry. They're free. Yes. 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 They are free so, games. Yes. So wow. I actually just opened up a Steam account, bought a game called Hades. Oh. Yes. It is a roguelike, you know, in the vein of Enter the Gungeon or a Dead Cells. Nice. It was recommended to me. I bought it. I haven't really had that much time to play it, unfortunately. I've been trying, but I've just been so busy at home. So... With this newly minted Steam account, mm-hmm. I may log on and take these games for free. I don't know if I'll ever play them, but <laughs> I'll have them. I will play the Endless Zone. Yeah, yeah, that might be up your alley. But yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I thought that was a nice little gift. Better uh, than an SG-1000 Mini. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's all I got. Alright, this would be a good time to remind everybody that this level of All Up Your Geek is brought to you by The High Heel Gamer, the Oprah of the Nerd World. You can catch her on her website at thehighheelgamer.com or live on The Breakdown every Wednesday at 6 p.m. on Facebook. Boom. I wasn't prepared for that, but thank you for asking. It's only a broad look at all things comics, heroes, and villain-related news, interviews of actors, writers, and artists of your favorite comic book paraphernalia. And coming soon, issues with, hosted by Jeff Messer and The High-Heeled Gamer, with an established look at your favorite comic book series. Also coming this Friday, The Freaking Geekin'. It's the freaking geek and I'm the freaking geek and you should be the freaking geek and too.
where the All Up In Your Geek team gives you your Friday power-up. And lastly, I coast the JFW podcast that stands for Just Fans Wrestling with the High Heeled Gamer and Splick Lager this week. More Roman Reigns talk, baby, yeah! Oh, shit! Can we handle more Roman Reigns? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, gentlemen. It's time, it's time. Yeah, yeah. It's name that tool bag time. Whoa. Screwdriver. Yes. <laughs> that took me a second. Born on October 10th, which also happens to be my birthday, 1973, in San Diego, California. This tool bag would go on to co-star in one of the most iconic sitcoms of his era and later be known for his dancing. Among many others, his TV credits included Kids Incorporated, The Golden Girls, The Greg Louganis Story, and The Bold and the Beautiful, before getting his own reality show on VH1. He's also been on Broadway and has 21 movie credits to his stupid face. (laughs) Although you may not know him by this name, his most notable credit came from playing a character named Albert Clifford. Gentlemen, name that tool bag. Got it. I, I think I got it too. You want to confer real quick? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm uh, thinking that the Albert Clifford is AC in the AC Slater. You're right. Yeah, because I was thinking Mario, Mario Lopez. Yeah. yeah. Because I remember he was the the in the great Greg Louganis story. I remember he was him. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think we're good. Final answer. Final yes. answer. That is correct. Ding ding ding. And, and Bob, as an added bonus, you are the only person alive that remembers. The Greg Louganis story. <laughs> right. That's why I own a Sega Saturn. <laughs> I like obscure shit that nobody likes. Uh, well, did you guys know it before the third clue? Once you said Greg Louganis story, I was like, oh, I think this is, I think this is Mario Lopez. Um, okay. Yeah. If you had and then not. When you said Albert Clifford, it's, I'm like, yeah, AC Slater. I'm like, yeah. If you yeah. had not said Albert Clifford, I would not have got it. Okay. But it sounds like Bob would have gotten it anyway. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, that was kind of the idea behind that third clue. But an awesome performance in your very first Name That Tool Bag. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, we have reached the end of this level of All Up In Your Geek. Remember to keep those emails coming to allupinyourgeek at gmail.com. Follow us on all forms of social media at All Up In Your Geek. And in closing, geek up. Pokey Princess for life. <laughs>